It's very informal. Oh, hi, this is Charlotte Pierce. I'm the producer of Ready Row USA, and you're right in the middle of Roapalooza, which is our celebration of three years and 100 episodes. So this is our 106th episode, actually. I've got uh, Fabio Selvig of uh, Resolute and Sykes with me, and Allie Abrams of JL Racing. And they'll be uh, back after I give my little intro to talk about some of the uh, a day in the life of of their uh, their work at JL and and, and Resolute. Um, so let me just uh, go through my my little intro here. Um, it always helps to have someone else running this, but I'm doing it today, so I'm going to do my best. Uh, it, Ready Row USA, we have seen firsthand that rowing changes lives, and we are on a mission to connect and collaborate with the rowing community. People like Fabio and Ali, uh, boathouses, masters, beginners, Olympic legends, vendors, and hopefully you. We love rowing. We love talking about rowing advocating for inclusion and diversity in the sport and hanging out with rowers like uh, I did with Fabio at the head of the Charles. That was fun. And thank you for uh, storing my boat as well. Fabio. My pleasure. It was an honor. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was really nice. It's really nice to have a place to put your boat at the head of the Charles. Anyway, one, one thing that we've done is uh, we've had we have a new website readyrowusa.com so, so no no dashes no dots no nothing and everything that you will hear today will be there and we'll have a special page for all the giveaways and discounts that our Roapalooza um, guests have have uh, pledged uh, so there's some really great stuff and swag and fun fun things that you can put on your refrigerator <laughs> stuff. Anyway, uh, this is our new website. So please visit and please, um, you know, uh, give us your name and uh, email address and we'll keep you posted about new developments and episodes and we'd love to hear from you. So time in on any of our social media platforms. Uh, nothing gives us greater pleasure than seeing that little notification dot on Instagram or Twitter. And I got one today from Ali and Fabio. So thank you. Um, but our audience gets personal attention to questions, comments, and episode suggestions. And most important or very important, our sponsors and collaborators receive value that far exceeds their investment. So if you're considering a sponsorship, contact me. Um, so please join us on one of these live streams. This is a live streaming show right now. And then we, you can catch the replay on Facebook, LinkedIn, or YouTube and join the conversation. Just, uh, post some questions for our, for our guests. And, uh, so Resolute and Sykes are one of our original sponsors this year in our first year as a, in our own distributor, uh, ship. And so we thank them very much. The product for the U.S. market from Sykes covers the entire gamut of rowing shells. I have one called 135. And they have the $3,900 initiator shell and world-class 
uh, boats like the 457 fours and quads, fast affordable boats for your program. They're available in Kevlar as well as carbon construction. They've won Olympic and world championship medals and they're available in the USA right of, out of uh, Bristol, Rhode Island, where we are going to be doing a tour with some of the folks from uh, CRI soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Allie, maybe you, maybe you can join us down there. I know. It's always fun to see the factories and how everything operates, which I know we'll talk about on this podcast, but that, yeah, that sounds like it, a lot of fun. I love makers and that's what the cop, the title of this session is, you know, it's, it's about, you know, the people that just get down and make the stuff that we use in our daily <laughs> and, and we really need it. I mean, like I'll talk to you a little bit later about unis, but I, I, um, I'm, I'm headed there, Ellie. <laughs> uh, so Sykes and Resolute, thank you Fabio for sponsoring and uh, Burnham Boat is also a sponsor of ours and they're one of my favorite companies. Um, just the customer service is just out, out of this world. Um, Good Inklings is our web designer. Laura Williams is amazing. If you need a website, she can probably do one for a few hundred dollars. Um, and, and up from there, I'm sure. <laughs> but, but she's a really amazing uh, web designer. So thank you, Laura. And let's get into Fabio. Um, there's a picture of a boat that is several years old, I think, and still winning races, right? Is that a Resolute? That's a Resolute, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. first boat we ever made was the Black Z1. And the, the original, uh, the when they first filed the patent for the boats, because it was so different, they, they named it Project Z because they didn't want people to know what they were doing. I wondered what so, the Z was all about. I mean, i i get yeah. the i get the uh, the um, kangaroo on the Sykes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so the Z is Project Z. They didn't really know what to call it, and they went with mm -hmm. Project Z. And uh, the original uh, Black Z One is still racing today and winning races. It was made in 1995. Wow. And they're bombproof boats. Yeah. Wow. Remarkable. Cool. Yeah. So, what is a day in the life of uh, Fabio Selvig when you? You get up and you have your quad espresso. Do you head to the factory or do you like, sure, it depends on the day, but. Yeah, it, it does depend on the day. Um, right now we are, we're pretty, pretty well stuffed with orders. So I, I like to go down to the factory and check in, make sure everybody's flowing properly and, and that things are getting pushed out on time. Uh, so we have a team meeting around 10 o'clock. The people get there at seven. We usually meet at 10, go through the day and what we need to build and what needs to happen. And uh, make sure we have all the parts. And uh, we're very focused on lean manufacturing, so we tend to not have a lot of things in stock waiting to be put into boats. We tend to order in just-in-time delivery. So we're, uh, we need to, it takes a little fine-tuning, but uh, it, it helps in the long run. It keeps costs down. We've actually been able to reduce our prices. So you go, so you, all these regattas that you travel around to, that's where you take the, the orders and then you go and build them. Yes, right. and yeah. we get a lot of orders just phoned in and emailed in as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think having having a face at a regatta is nice also because uh, if something breaks, you're there with a spare part in hand. Yeah, I saw you and uh, Scott is his, what's his name? The guy? Pat Scott. Matt? Matt Scott. Pat Scott, yeah. yeah. Um, you were literally working on boats all the time. I saw Every time I saw you, 
<laughs> Once in a while, <laughs> handing out a few business cards, but yeah, that was cool. Um, have to do that. Yeah, have to do that. Take care of the customer. So, it's so fun. do you, so you go and uh, like, what do you do as a, you, your title at the Resolute and Sykes is what? So I am the director of sales and marketing for Resolute and Sykes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I've been there about eight months now and uh, we're, we're, the pace keeps picking up. It's, it's phenomenal. We've been very welcomed. Uh, we're, you know, we're tapping the right people on the right shoulders. We're forging great relationships with, with great people who are helping us uh, much like yourself, Charlotte. And uh, we're, we're getting product out where we haven't normally seen it, which is uh, a really good thing. So we're, we're growing and, and going in the right directions with it all. It's exciting. How did the Sykes relationship come about? Uh, so Sykes purchased Resolute in 2019. Oh, I see. Didn't know they actually owned them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, two gentlemen, Jeff um, Lawrence and Mark Nothnagel, uh bought the company. They were the owners of Sykes, and they saw an opportunity with Resolute having such a great brand identity and such a well-regarded product. They thought, well, we could do two things with it. We could continue to build Resolute boats. But we could also use their footprint as a distribution and sales point for the Sykes product that we really want to get into the U.S. market a little more. And what is the difference? If I were buying a single, say, or I don't know, let's say I'm buying an eight for a club. What's the difference yeah. between a Sykes and a Resolute? Well, the Sykes is going to ship over from Australia. It's going to be made over there in the factory in Geelong, right outside of Melbourne. And they've been making them since 1966. So uh, they, they know what they're doing. It's a great product. Uh, the Resolute product uh, started in 1995. And they, they have a very different construction method and a very different uh, sort of design philosophy. Um, the way the boats are designed to move through the water is very different. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the way we build them is very different. So we use unidirectional pre-preg carbon fiber, which already has the epoxy in the in the material. Uh, and it doesn't start to harden until you really put it into an oven where it bakes, it releases all the epoxy, and then you let it cool off over time and it hardens. So a pre-preg uh, boat that we actually cook three times uh, is what makes Resolute so different. That's why they're so stiff. Uh, you can you can it. you can literally oh. drop a forty five pound plate on a on a resident. Yeah, ball. wow. Yeah, my um, my one thirty five Sykes seems pretty sturdy too. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, oh, very well made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Allie, um, tell us about a day in the life of Allie Abrams. Yeah, um, and, and a little bit about how you got to where you are, at JL. Yeah, uh, so I started at JL in 2017 after coaching for many years at the collegiate level. I've uh, spent time as a sales rep and then moved up to be the director of sales, basically Fabio at JL Racing. Um, mm -hmm. And day in a life for us is just working with our customers, uh, getting art requests in and working with our art team to make sure that they're getting the design set up that our teams want to see. Um, helping get orders processed and uh, kind of overseeing them through production and working on timeline and stuff uh, just so our teams can get the gear that they uh, that they want, that they love to have and get it to them in time for whatever race they have coming up. Right. And you manufacture everything in El Salvador or? Everything. Or 
Everything that we do manufacture is in El Salvador. We also have a lot of products that we refer to as ASI, like the hats and t-shirts and hoodies. That's just more casual wear. That's all processed in our California office. Right. right. Yep. And I love these, these, is this a uni? Yeah, that's a uni on the right. Yeah. Yeah. I've never yeah, had one. I've never, I've never, had never? One. No, but I want one. <laughs> we'll have to look <laughs> you up. <laughs> I, think, I think, I think they're uh, free speed too, right? Like the sites. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, we, we obviously take a lot of pride in our unisuits, but we want to make sure that our athletes feel powerful and strong when they put something on and not yeah. uncomfortable or itchy or whatnot. You, you don't want your unisuit to distract you from your rowing. Um, so we want to make sure that our teams are comfortable in it, um, that it has good stretch. And then for the design, I think that's the yeah. biggest emotional connection that teams have to their gear because a lot of our teams can design their own gear and say they want this element, that element, what have you. Um, and then when they finally receive that product, I think it's just that added level of excitement to wear it and then get out on the race course and sport it around. Right. And there, have you had any challenges in this relationship of manufacturing in, in El Salvador or switching that? And I know that there were some rough spots, but has that pretty much oh yeah that's, that's all in the past i mean transitioning manufacturing isn't easy for any <sighs> business um so yeah we had those instances back in 2019 but that is way far behind us we are on a consistent track now which was the mm -hmm. main reason we wanted to move into this facility it's just better resources um, that allow for higher capacity and better consistency um, same as what Fabio mentioned, we run all of our orders as uh, they come in, so we don't keep anything in stock. Um, and this facility does an mm -hmm. excellent job of just being able to take them, process them, and get them out on a consistent basis, which has really mm -hmm. helped us um, with where we stand and where we want to be. Have you had any trouble with the supply chain, either of you? You could answer that in, in turn if you'd like. Um just for, getting supplies and things like that. Yeah, for us in our manufacturing, no, but the ASI garments that I mentioned earlier that come from different suppliers, those have had a big hit in the pandemic. Um, we've mm -hmm. just seen like head sweats hats um, or just the basic tri-blend or cotton t-shirt that everyone's trying to get for their event <laughs> or what have you. Mm -hmm. um, it's been pretty crazy to see, but as far as our unisuit and custom garment manufacturing, we haven't been affected at all. That's awesome. Do you have yeah. to go down there quite a, often or? Uh, so I moved into this role right before the pandemic hit. I think the plan was that I'd be going down there, <laughs> but, um, I think with travel yeah. restrictions and uh, we're keeping our staff limited as is, um, just so the only people who go in are those who need to be in. Um, so once this all clears up, I'm sure I'll be going down there. Yeah. Could, could score some good coffee too. Yes. Very good <laughs> coffee. Uh, Fabio, nice. Fabio, how are you guys doing in, in terms of get like getting the Sykes boats delivered and getting uh, materials for the Resolute? Yeah, so we're, we're pretty lucky. Uh, most of the manufacturing, well, all the manufacturing for the Sykes boats is happening in Asia. We source a lot of stuff directly from there. Or excuse me, it's happening in Australia. We source a lot of our product from Asia, which is relatively nearby. Uh, 
Yes. Uh, for the Resolute side, uh, almost everything we source, because Bristol, Rhode Island is a big yachting uh, hub, yachting manufacturing hub, we source, I'd say, about 85% of our stuff within two miles of our factory. Uh, so we've been really lucky with that. They do have product on hand, which is great. And if we need yeah. something made, we have found people uh, who have been able to make it for us uh, within a quarter mile of our, of our factory. So we've been very lucky. That's awesome because I've, I've heard stories from vendors and manufacturers um, that they're thinking, you know, there's a lot of delays and certain like resins that they can't get and should they be raising prices and that, things like that. I mean, have you had a yeah. have you had a experience with, you know, being faced with raising prices or? You know, yes. Uh, shipping shipping costs are going up. I think material costs are going up. Things are getting mm -hmm. harder to find. Uh, so I think there will be some slight price increases. Matter of fact, uh, on the Resolute side, we're going to have a price increase starting Jan 1. So mm -hmm. place your orders now, folks. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, the only delay we've really had to date has been uh, a container coming in for supposed to arrive two weeks before the head of the Charles. It arrived about a week after head of the Charles, which oh, you know, of course posed some logistical issues for us, but uh, yeah. the boats made it here. We just had to scramble and, and follow through on our promise to deliver them. Yeah. So we had to do that, but um, otherwise we've been okay. Cool. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that, Allie? Or... No, just reiterating the shipping prices. We've yeah. been watching that. I don't think we have a formalized plan mm -hmm. to raise prices on anything, but we have kept an eye on what shipping companies are doing and how that might affect us in the long term. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's going I, to happen. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. When you look at the price of a container, you know, to ship a container used to be, you know, X amount and now it's three X in some instances. So you're, you're going to see prices, price increases, uh, I think across the board, not, not just in our little microcosm that is rowing, but I think, yeah. On a global scale, it's going to affect everything. Yeah. So, so, Thankfully, yeah. we don't have to use containers, but I can imagine with containment shipping and finding drivers to move it out of port, it's just, uh, you see it on the news and it's it's very real. Yeah, well, it's some amazing. companies have been buying their, or like leasing a ship or buying their own containers or, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. more like Walmart, I guess. And, and, but, but yeah. So, and let me just ask you, is this a picture of uh, Maurice Scott? Yes, it is. I thought so. He's yeah. the coolest guy. He, he really is. He's one of our JL ambassadors. And I was we wondering, absolutely yeah. love having him be a part of our community and uh, work with us. He helped us design our um, Black History Month unisuits last year which i'm hoping mm -hmm. we're doing again this year but he's just such a great advocate for the sport so we're we're so happy to work with him yeah he said he and his dad worked on the design yep. i think yeah yep. I, I yep. follow him around social media and he's, he's just like so fun he's so authentic he really and, is yeah yeah you know he's always he doesn't just talk about diversity he talks about just about rowing <laughs> mm -hmm. you know he's he's um, really a good ambassador tell me a little bit about the ambassador program and um maybe fabio you can you can say after this you know if there's anything that you've got going that is is a similar type of program sure yeah 
Um, so we've run our ambassador program for several years now. Um, mm -hmm. I think that the application period for 2022 has closed, but mm -hmm. we have this community of ambassadors that get access to discounted and specialized gear. Um, in turn, they promote the JL brand. They wear our unisuits or tech shirts and everything and post it on social media. Cause, so it's kind of a um, symbiotic relationship. And we are actually opening it up to do direct sponsorship of athletes, um, specifically yeah. collegiate athletes, now that the NCAA has lightened the um, mm -hmm. name image likeness rules um, but we'd love to just connect with the athletes we have several ambassadors like Maurice that really help promote our brand and help us design and keep uh, our retail products in tune with what the community is looking for and we hope to extend that to athletes who are trying to make a national team or just be a bigger role in the rowing community with that new sponsorship that we just launched. And would you have people uh, like, I know Cece Aguda is a JL ambassador, yep. right? Yeah. Yeah. She's, she, I met her at the head of the Charles. It was so much fun. Yeah. She's a lot I've, of fun. I've connected with her many times on social media, but she's just like, but she's an older, per, you know, not old, but you know, she's not like Maurice is probably 30 or something. Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Our ambassadors, range in a variety of ages and rowing levels. So we don't mm -hmm. limit it to certain programs or whatnot. Um, I think the application process is pretty open. Um, and we have some international ambassadors as well. And what we started doing back in 2019 is um, opening up spots to race ambassador boats at the head of the Charles. Um, it fell okay. through in 2020 because HOCR didn't happen. <laughs> and then 2021, we uh, had to pull the plug because still pandemic issues. But we look to have our ambassadors racing again um, at more races than just the head of the Charles. But it's a, it's a great community. And um, I think it's great for us to have the ambassador program just to stay in the community. And, right. Yeah. It raises to your visibility. I know just from my personal perspective, you know, I've known several of them and I, it raises your visibility and it gives you a very authentic representation out there in the rowing world. So mm -hmm. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Fabio, anything um, like that in the works as sales and marketing and resolution yeah it, it's actually it's going to be pretty similar to what ali's doing at, at jl uh we're, we're trying to get people who really first of all i think you have to be authentic i think that's a word you use charlotte and i think people have to love the product and truly believe it not just mm -hmm. be there to oh i'm getting a free boat from these guys you know because yeah. i i think if you really live it and breathe it that comes through that much more and you want people to be genuinely enthusiastic about what your what the partnership is about yeah. versus having it be sort of a, uh, well, I got this from these guys and you know I'll, I'll use it for a year and we'll see where it goes. So uh, when we find people like that and they're contributing to the sport, whether it's you know performance at the elite level or helping build a boathouse or helping create more community in, in, in perhaps an underserved community or in a different community, mm -hmm. uh, that, that's always appealing to us because ultimately it's about growing the sport and getting more people into this. Yeah. So yeah. if we can do that, we, we talk. Yeah, well, as uh, one of your media partners, um, you know, I'd love Thank to help you, you, for that. you know, get build that out. I, you know, I, I row a Sykes, you know, it's on top of my car. <laughs> so I guess, I guess I'm an ambassador. I, I think it's a great boat. I love it. 
Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. And, 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 I, and that's what made it work for us. So, sorry. Go ahead, please. Oh, I was saying that's what made it work for us was the fact that you were you were genuinely like you you tried different boats and you were, you mm-hmm. you kept like this one felt right and it moved the way I wanted it to and yeah. and that's what made it appealing for us. Yeah. Like I could give a boat to pretty much anybody, but yeah. I want to give it to someone who's excited to be in. Yeah, and, and your right. care and you your care with the you know just the relationship was amazing which is one reason why you're in the customer service hall of fame as well um which will be we'll be flushing that out and announcing it more in uh january but uh, but just you know leaving boats at cri for me to try and you know making sure i had all the gear that was just the follow-through was t- tremendous i really appreciate it well, thank you it was fun yeah. let's do so it again Let's do it again. Let's let's get more boots. <laughs> I want more boots. I want one foot in each boat. You know, like there you go. Allie, we'll hook you up too. We'll get you to vote. Yeah, I was, yeah, I'm down. I was just, I was a little story about that. I I had, I was washing it at CRI right behind me there on the, that side. Um, and the guy from Hydro, Mike Dostal, uh, he's an English guy. He was He was on the British, the national team, I think. But he said, he looked at it and he said, is that a Sykes? You know, I, I rode those when I first, when I was first rowing in or England or something. I think he said it was England. And uh, so he said, yeah, you know, it's a good boat. <laughs> so that that's a good st- little story, the CRI, just getting to know, know the, uh, the brand. Um, we're getting we're getting toward the end of our session. Is there anything that you'd like to ask each other, or you know, anything that I've missed in terms of, you know, the manufacturing side of rowing that rowers should know about? Take it away, Ali. Um, no, I covered a lot. No, I really appreciate you bringing us on and letting us talk about kind of our side of the rowing community. I think for any rower or coach or coxswain out there, um, you know, getting your gear, getting your equipment is certainly an exciting time. It gives you a sense yeah. of belonging with your team. And we are honored to be a part of that with all of our uh, teams and organizations that we work with and we are all about growing the sport of rowing and reaching out to any nooks and crannies in the rowing community that we can because it's such a great community to be a part of and we just want to see it continue to grow yeah well let's stay in touch and you know however we can collaborate um to get the word out about what you're doing just you know please let us know and and we'll we'll uh support each other yeah um yeah this is great we we will we have a lot more to cover i think so we'll we'll have to be uh having you back and please send me uh, topic ideas you know guests that you think would be good and fabio when you launch your um, ambassador program or whatever however for whatever form it takes uh let's let's get the word out on that let's let's do it charlotte you'll you'll be the first to know all right yeah here's here's I've got a little few things to say, and then I have one thing at the end I'm going to ask our guests. Um, but this is my one of my routes. I, I use a Garmin watch, and this is my route on the Charles River, that map there. <laughs> but Quite a workout. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a 15K. Um, nice. Yeah, so 75 
down and uh, 75 back to CRI. But uh, we have an episode hashtag, which is the same every time, actually. Ready Row USA, no, no spaces. Um, we'd love to have you subscribe and review us on your podcast app or YouTube. We're still building up our uh, subscriber base, and we would very much appreciate that. Uh, you can win gadgets, gear, and services from these good folks and many of our guests on the podcast. Um, if you use the, the hashtag, we'll stalk you on social media and find you and give you something. <laughs> um, yeah, I love giving stuff away. It's just so much fun. Um, tomorrow, we have our last Roapalooza celebration podcast uh, live stream with Nick Karwaski of Hydro and Tag Along is his training program. Marnie Schroer is a friend of mine, a master's rower from Spokane River Rowing Association. And Blake Gorley, the, uh, one of my favorite uh, media, rowing media, science of rowing, and he has a training program as well. So they're going to be talking about row for your life, so lifetime fitness in, uh, in your pursuit of rowing and dealing with injuries and all that good, good stuff too. But um, So we've had six, this is our sixth episode uh, with, with Ali and Fabio. Uh, we started out on December 3rd with Building Community. Then we, uh, that's, you know, great group of folks from uh, some of my favorite organizations, head of the Charles Rowing the World and Rowing Industry Trade Association. We had Jim Dietz and Mark Wilson and Akil Abdullah on to talk about great rowing clubs and what they do right, um, what their challenges are. We had Rowing Careers with Tom Siddall and uh, Ryan Worth um, uh, on uh, the 14th of December. And we had a customer service hall of fame. So that's a wonderful way to that we cooked up to just express our appreciation and give back to these companies that, you know, clearly have good customer service baked into their, their corporate culture, company culture. Uh, Fearless Change was yesterday. That was amazing. Matt Zatorski of Seattle Scholars, long-term road development, and then William Goldenheim, who's starting a new club up in Lynn, Massachusetts, near us. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's all about access and giving uh, access to rowing to a community that really hasn't had much opportunity to uh, get the benefits of the sport and they're also doing things other maritime sports so like uh kayaking and paddle boarding so it's it's a great effort um a lot of work to start a club i think um the makers of rowing that's today you guys were great thank you so much and uh, one thing i would like to uh wrap up with i try and ask uh kind of a, a funny or interesting question. Uh, what is your favorite, your favorite uh, super cheap rowing gadget that you've seen help people or yourself? For um, me, I, it would have to be a, go ahead, Ali, excuse me. 
Sorry. Uh, no, when I was coxing, I took a PVC pipe and I cut a slit in it so I could loosen wing nuts of foot stretchers and everything that's deep down in the hole that I couldn't get my hand down. Um, super cheap because you just need a PVC pipe and I cut the slit myself and that was a game changer. All the other tools are helpful, but that one was a big one for me. It's those little things. Yep. I'm trying to get some of some of those uh, self-loosening, uh, you know, self-tightening bolts from Fabio. He's, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones with the little wig. Maybe as your ambassador package. Yeah, yeah my, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Full sponsor. They're in the mail, Charlotte. They're in the mail. Okay, so I, listen, I, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for a good 10 and 13 millimeter open-ended wrench. So you can get uh, you can get your riggers on the boat, and then you can do your uh, your pin pretty easily. Yeah, that's a good one. They're hard to find, but when you have one, you can got to hold on to them. Yeah, I, I need don't to let the coxswain one. steal them. That's right. <laughs> I, they, at CRI, they must just order those by the bucket load. You know, just truck load. You know, they're, they're probably, great. Yeah, you, you see them the just lying about here and there, but um, yeah, so. I just wanted to uh, thank you both for this amazing discussion. Um, let's do it again, because there's more to be said, Absolutely. you know. Yeah. Um, upcoming in 2022, we have lots of great coverage. I'm going to try and focus a little bit more on access and inclusion and talk uh, about um, rowing for recovery uh, of all sorts of uh, addiction, breast cancer, things like that. Um, we're going to be doing a regular thing with the Rowing Industry Trade Association. We're going to geek out with the athletic tech and do a whole bunch of good stuff like that. Um, once again, Excellent. yeah, it's going to be fun. I, and I'm going to plan better. I'm going to plan better. You guys you guys were troopers for coming in at the basically the last minute when I decided to do this celebration. But uh, thank you. It's, it's fun. I like to have a little informal. Uh, we, we do have a rowing club uh, news form on our website. So please let us know what's going on with your club. And we will just, uh, we'll put a, a pop-up podcast together and, and give your news. We'd love to do that. Gadgets and gear, you heard what, uh, what Fabio and Allie like. And that will do it for now. And we will... Be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 Pacific for Row for Your Life. So thank you so much. Thank Bobby you, Charlotte. Thank you, Charlotte. Yeah, yeah this was great. Thank you. Yeah, you're the best. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.